Hey guys, it's Tim, and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up. A handful of videos brought to you, or a handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. This is Pro Wrestling Unlimited. It is Friday, the 27th of May, 2022, and we've got a bunch to talk about. When I mean a bunch, we got one very long story to kick it off, but we also got a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and we got like... 10 things we're going to talk about today. Today is a loaded show. We're going to kick it off with something long and kind of end it with something long as well. We're going to kick it off talking about what New Japan said regarding Kota Ibushi, and we're going to end it with my double or nothing predictions for this Sunday's show. We're also going to talk about Kenny Omega and his, I guess you could say, status for double or nothing. Are Naomi and Sasha being paid while they're actually out being suspended? couple injuries in pro wrestling and so much more but with that i do want to remind you guys that starting this sunday actually today is the last day that you can watch pw unlimited live streams on twitter and youtube starting this sunday all live streams will be exclusive to the pw unlimited twitch twitch.tv forward slash pw unlimited what we will then do, as soon as we are done live streaming these shows, we will then immediately throw them up on YouTube. It will go up on YouTube as quick as we can, as soon as we finish live streaming on Twitch. And that will all start with this Sunday's Double or Nothing pay-per-view review. So this show, and tonight's, I think I'm going to be able to watch Rampage and then SmackDown for sure reviews. Those will be the final two live streams on YouTube for the most part. We may be able to do a couple here and there live streams on YouTube and whatnot. But as of the main stuff, it's all moving over to Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. As I stated before, basically, Twitch invited us to join their sports accelerator program, which guarantees us money. More money than we're going to be making if we do the live streams on YouTube. So you got to go where the money's at. I know it doesn't sound great for some people. But you gotta go where the money's at, unfortunately. But with that, you are watching on Twitch right now. You all, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that donate button down below, or by no by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Just like what's I'm gonna butcher this. Was Novan recently did? You say what's Amazon or what's what's Prime Gaming with Amazon Prime? Well, you take that Amazon Prime account, you take that Twitch account, you link them together, bada bing, bada boom. You're Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games. I think right now one of them is Dead Space Two. You get free stuff for games like Grand Theft Auto Online, Fall Guys, Valorant, and so forth. And the one thing that you always get that never changes is well, one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to. And I greatly appreciate it if you subscribe right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But on the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out over there as well. They super chat or a super sticker donation. Remember, all super chats do get read live on the air. Also, remember, you can hit that a donate button down below to become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more just like our AEW Double or Nothing and our WWE Hell in a Cell graphics packages. The Double or Nothing graphics package will be going up. I had an issue with setting it up so you guys can actually use it properly. So I'm going to fix that today. 
get everything sorted right in the files, and then put that up for you guys today. Next week, you will be getting our Hell in a Cell graphics as well. Which, interesting thing here. Our, um, how do I explain this? Our double or nothing graphics, you're getting all the Photoshop files. But our Hell in a Cell graphics package, because the way I created that one, it's all After Effects. There are some um, files you'll need for Photoshop because the way it's designed for the backgrounds and stuff. But for the most part, that one's all done in, in uh, After Effects. So you'll be getting the After Effects file for that one as well. I'm, I don't think I'm going to include because I really didn't do much. Yeah, no. I was Because I didn't do much After Effects stuff as far as just like flipping over the cards, but for the most part, you'll get the Photoshop file for Double or Nothing and the Photoshop and the After Effects files for Hell in a Cell. Also, uh, this guy in the YouTube chat, year getting timed out for now. And if you stop, I won't have to ban you. But remember, if you don't want to support us on YouTube by becoming a channel member. You can always support us by heading over to patreon.com forward slash PW unlimited. It's actually the easier, better way to do it because for you guys, well, for us, it's more directly supporting us. And for you guys, well, it's in a more concise area where it's easier to find everything. Finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something, whether that's a new game, an old game, a free game, or bucks. Use the code PW Unlimited at checkout. Help us out there. It's going to ask you if you have a creator code, and you do. A creator code, again, PW Unlimited at checkout. Uh, Fonzie, no, I have not seen Top Gun Maverick. That movie just came out yesterday. Well, actually, I take that back. Some theaters were showing it earlier in the week because my uncle went and saw it Wednesday. But no, I have not seen it. So I don't know if I'm going to see it this weekend or not. And I don't know. But I do want to give a... Whew, so right as I clicked start stream here, so I'm watching final practice, what they call carb day for the Indianapolis 500, which is a Sunday. And right as I click go live, you hear the announcers all scream and they cut back to the track and then Colton Herta lost it. I think it was out of two and you guys probably don't care about this, but lost it out of two, hit the wall, the car flipped upside down and he basically slid the entire back stretch upside down scary 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 moment but as far as wrestling does go oh Fonzie everyone's been telling me that that I should definitely go see it but yeah like Chase says please no spoilers please no spoilers for Top Gun please no spoilers for Stranger Things and please no spoilers for Obi-Wan Kenobi in the chat I've seen all of Obi-Wan we did a watch along last night on Twitch I've only seen the first episode so far of Stranger Things Season 4. But no spoilers, or you're getting timed out. But with that, as far as our first story of the day does go, we'll talk about Kota Ibushi. What the heck is going on with him and New Japan Pro Wrestling? Now, I read everything that New Japan put out, which is super long. Like, super, super, super lengthy. And I kind of got confused by some of it, but I do want to give credit to Joseph Courier of F4W Online, who has a good recap of all of this. And I am going to read from his recap. I'm going to give him credit again, Joseph Courier of F4W Online. I'm going to read his recap of the press conference that went out today 
for New Japan Pro Wrestling and everything that went down with Kota Ibushi because this stuff is long and they get into it. So, a press conference on Friday was done to, I guess, address all the claims from Kota Ibushi towards New Japan Pro Wrestling and their executives. Ibushi began expressing his frustration with New Japan management in a series of tweets earlier this month. The situation stemmed from an employee in New Japan's talent relations department named Kikuchiki threatening to terminate Ibushi's contract for making an appearance accompanying wrestlers to a ring to the ring at Takamichinoku's Just Tap Out promotion. The official believed that Ibushi was attempting to deliberately breach his contract so he could leave New Japan Pro Wrestling. Ibushi described Kikuchiki's interactions with him as being quote-unquote power harassment. Ibushi was also upset with Kikuchiki for attempting to rush him back from injury for the last January's Wrestle Kingdom 16 after suffering a shoulder injury last year in the finals of the, the G1 Climax. New Japan president uh, Takami Obari and Bushi Rhodes, I'm going to butcher some of these names, Taaki Kidani, appeared on Friday's press conference and spoke about the situation. Obari stated that he met with Ibushi on March 31st to discuss the breach of contract. Ibushi apologized to Obari and made it clear that he wasn't trying to leave New Japan Pro Wrestling. Ibushi's penalty for the breach was, a lim was limited to be reprimanded. I don't know exactly what the reprimandation is. Um, they, wanted to go, they go on to state that Ibushi started tweeting publicly about the situation on May 10th. Obari said that he's learned of the tweets, quote, he uh, Obari said he's learned that the tweets, quote, were made when Mr. Ibushi was acting in a state of concern for his mother. Mr. Ibushi told me that the situation triggered his mother's mental distress, leading to a suicide attempt at the start of May in which she suffered a, suffered a broken bone in her back. A meeting with Obushi, Obari, and Kidani was held yesterday. Obari said that New Japan, quote, fully and unservedly apologizes to Obushi for the concern for the message, uh, for the for the content of the message he was sent by Kikuchiki. Obari confirmed that Ibushi has not been released from his contract and will continue to be contracted as a New Japan wrestler. Obari said that there was never any consideration given to terminating Ibushi's contract, but he will likely receive a salary reduction for the contract breach and publishing company secrets. The penalties Kikuchiki will face haven't been determined. Kidani said that, quote, at the very least, they're considering transferring Kikuchi to a different position. When asked how close Ibushi may be to returning, Obari said there's no set timetable because his shoulder isn't in ring shape. Quote, there's absolutely no rush. I don't feel Ibushi needs to consider his injury a weakness. With all that he has done for New Japan Pro Wrestling, he can take as much, he can take all the time he needs. So, I think he shouldn't worry about being in the ring and rather discuss what he can do as things progress and his condition improves. Japan offered the following on Kota Ibushi, stating, quote, Kota Ibushi is and will remain a key member of New Japan Pro Wrestling's roster. This kind of severe disagreement between company and talent should not happen again. In order to prevent any such instance in the future, and ensure best possible working environment for talent, we will be actively engaging in discussions with Mr. Ibushi and imp about improving company policy and implementing proper procedure. 
We again would like to apologize to fans, wrestlers, and personnel for the concern and the disruption caused in the middle of the Best of the Super Juniors tour. However, the press conference didn't resolve all of Ibushi's issues with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Ibushi tweeted the following after the press conference stating, quote, Don't leave out the part you don't want to talk about. The true story from May 8th. I'll address in detail. My mother, sensing my concern, asked me if there were any problems on May 8th. As a result of the story that I told her on May, on May 9th, she attempted suicide and broke her hip bone. That was 95% of my tweet. Why did you leave it out? I told you yesterday that I would address it. And uh, I would address it if their explanation on the uh, address it, their explanation on the press conference was not correct. New Japan then issued a correction regarding some of the words relating to Ibushi's mother and the suicide attempt. So with that, Kota Ibushi will not be released from New Japan Pro Wrestling. He will not get out of his contract from New Japan Pro Wrestling. But because he appeared for another promotion without permission, which is a breach of his contract, he will be getting a pay reduction. He will be, uh, I don't know if that means just, I, I assume that's like the same thing as being fined, but they'll just take it out of his pay, I guess you could say. But that is everything going on with New Japan. They are trying to figure out who needs to work where to make the working environment better for everybody, who needs to do what, and maybe even restructure some of their, their positions. But yeah, New Japan Pro Wrestling did address everything with Kota Ibushi. They did apologize for the misconceptions and misconceptions of everything. And so yeah, that's everything going on with Kota Ibushi. He's not being released by a or by New Japan Pro Wrestling. I know when some of this stuff came out earlier this week, there are a lot of translation mix-ups that made it sound like maybe he was being released because he said something about dismissal. So. They also said that he's in nowhere near ready to get back in the ring. His shoulder is not in ring shape. So that looks like he may not be in the G1 this year. It looks like Ibushi may miss this year's G1 after going to the finals last year. But if we do hear anything else on Kota Ibushi and his condition, we will keep you guys updated right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. As we move forward to the next story, I'll talk about something that I personally really think is cool. Well, it has to do with Heels, the show on Stars, starring Stephen Amell and Alexander Ludwig. So Heels is filming season two, and well, there's gonna be a lot more professional wrestlers on this show. So last year, we saw like Doc Gallows was on the show. CM Punk had a very big role on the show. Gallows was just like a background wrestler or whatever. CM Punk played Ricky Rabies, who he's coming back to play again this year. But we got more actual pro wrestlers that will be appearing on the show, according to Mike Johnson of PW Insider. According to Johnson, he does state that, quote, Impact wrestlers Savannah Evans and Jordan Grace both filmed roles for heels in this week in Georgia. Also, AEW star Serena Deeb also filmed the role for the series this week. So that's interesting and probably why Serena Deeb was not at uh, Dynamite on Wednesday or at least not on the program because she was filming for heels, which I'm like, huh, you would think you want all hands on deck to to Dynamite before the pay-per-view, but no, AEW let her go and film in Georgia. 
and she's going to be on the next season of Heels. Now, we don't know what the roles will be for these three women, whether they're just background wrestlers like Doc Gallo was last season, or if they're going to actually have bigger roles, maybe even a speaking role. I doubt they would be as big as Punk's role as Ricky Rabies. But it's cool to see that they're bringing in even more professional wrestlers to be on this show. Again, we don't know the actual details of their characters and who they're playing and what they will be and how much screen time they will get. But again, it is cool to see that Savannah Evans, Jordan Grace, and Serena Deeb will be appearing on the next season of Heels. And if you haven't seen season one of Heels, who? What are you freaking waiting for? Heels season one on Stars was amazing. This show was a passion project. For Stephen Amell, they got Alexander Ludwig, who you may know from Vikings, who, turn, you want to pull that full circle. Alexander Ludwig, who was on Heels, a wrestling show, was also on Vikings. Who else was on Vikings? Adam Copeland. Who's Adam Copeland? Edge, professional wrestler, WWE. Let's turn this full circle, ladies and gentlemen. But yes. We... You have more wrestlers on heels. And again, if you haven't seen season one heels, this show was fantastic. And where season one ended, I'm just like, holy crap, where's season two going? Also, shout out to Michael Malley and his character for season from season one, playing the slimy Florida promoter. I'm not going to say anything else, even though season one's way far gone. I don't want to give any spoilers. If you haven't seen season one, no release date yet for season two. Other than they're hoping, I think they said no, they may have said November. But I don't know if that's the actual release date. I think that's the release window. I think they stated that they want to have the show out early November, if I'm not mistaken. But Heels is fantastic. And even if you're, you know, somebody that's not a pro wrestling fan, they can get in and love Heels because you've got. So many great actors in this show. Again, Michael Malley, Stephen Amell, Alexander Ludwig, Kelly Berglund, Maggie, what's her name? Oh, um. Oh, now it's going to bug me if I don't. Uh, Mary McCormick, that's what I'm thinking of. Mary McCormick was on this show. Allison Luff, who plays Stephen Amell's um, wife. Chris Bauer, who's just fucking wild Bill and wild as all hell. Like this show has a. Tremendous cast and great storytelling. And again, if even if you know someone that's not a wrestling fan, they could love this show. They could really get into and enjoy this show for what it is. Because it's more than just pro wrestling. And I mean, out of the, I want to say, eight episodes in season one, I think half of them didn't even have any like in-ring wrestling. At least three of them nothing to do with like in ring we're having matches it's the story of the characters and Duffy Georgia again amazing show uh, and I want to say episode one was eight episodes yes episode one was eight episodes on stars but if you don't have stars there are other ways to get it like me the way I did called bootlegging but regardless let's move on again cool to hear that Serena Deeb, Savannah, uh, Savannah, uh, why did I just lost it? Serena Deeb, Vanna Evans, and Jordan Grace will all be on the show next season in some fa form or fashion. But 
but as we move forward, we got a little WWE block to talk. Jeff Jarrett is back with the company, according to Mike Johnson over at PW Insider. According to Mike Johnson of PW Insider, he reported Friday, according to multiple sources, former six-time WWE Intercontinental Champion Jeff Jarrett has returned to the company as a quote high-level, excuse me, high-level executive on the live event side of business. Jarrett will begin his new role next week. He has yet to confirm the news or discuss it on social media, though. We're not sure exactly what his role is going to be, but he is being brought in as an executive for live events. Whether that is to help book, I don't know exactly what this all actually means, whether that is to book venues, whether that is to get stuff together for the shows, as far as like booking talent, saying you're going to this date and this arena and you're going to work this show and this and this. So... All we know right now is he is taking over live event duties, whatever that means. That's what one source did say to Johnson. Quote, Jeff Jarrett will be taking over live event duties. So I would assume maybe that means he's going to be in charge of booking the arenas and talking to uh, promoters in different cities about getting stuff together. So cool. Really cool to hear that Jeff Jarrett is back with the WWE. Speaking of being... Back with WWE. Well, quick hit. Not much to this. Devon Dudley is coming back to the company as well. He's going to be a coach for NXT. So that's really cool to hear as well. But in turn, he's going to have to, I think he said, end his run on his uh, Table Talk podcast. Now, speaking of coming to WWE, coming out of WrestleMania this year, we thought it was a foregone conclusion. Gable Stevenson will be back soon. But now, or will be in soon. But now, well, unfortunately, looks like Abel Steveson may not be joining WWE as soon as we thought. As well, he may be a gopher for another year going back to college and wrestling again. Now, the Gophers head coach, Brandon Egham, spoke to the Pioneer Press about Steveson's interest in returning for one more season at the University of Minnesota and their wrestling team where Egham said, quote, I know he would like to wrestle and he loves competing. Really, it comes down to making that work. It would have to be something he works out with the WWE and Vince McMahon. Those details, it has gotten, hasn't gotten that far. If It's one thing if he said, no way, I'm not doing it. But he has the eligibility. He's capable and has interest in doing it. But with that, Gable Stevenson is interested in doing another year with the University of Minnesota and wrestling one more year to, I don't know what, bolster his stats? I really don't know why he needs to go one more year. He won the gold medal last year. He won the NCAAs this year. What does he want to do? Just try and win again? Win the championship? Win the everything once more? So it is something that he is considering, according to his coach, the coach of the Gophers, Brandon Egham, that... Gable Stevenson may actually return to college for one more year to wrestle instead of going straight into the WWE as many expected he would do before this fall. And I think with as little as we've heard about Gable Stevenson since WrestleMania weekend, I think he may be considering it more than even this leads us to believe. Because I would think that WWE would every so often, yeah, Gable Stevenson, he's been training, he's in this, he's been that, blah, 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 but nothing. You see his brother, Bobby Stevenson, Damon Kemp, who now is in Diamond Mine, 
on NXT, but as far as Gable goes, they went radio silence on him after the Raw after WrestleMania, and I think this is why. I think this could be the reason because he's not 100% committed to WWE yet that he may actually go back and wrestle one more year because he's got that eligibility still there. So we'll follow the story very closely. Again, I think it is very telling that WWE has been quiet on the Gable Stevenson front, but if we hear if he makes a decision and what that decision is, we'll keep you guys updated. Speaking of those that are not with WWE right now, they're under contract, but not allowed on television. It's the, well, suspended Sasha Banks and Naomi. There's a little bit of interesting info regarding them and them being out and not being paid and their merch being pulled and so forth, according to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter. Meltzer wrote, because merchandise for both women were also removed from WWE's online store. The indefinite suspension for both would lead to both being out without pay. They also get no revenue from anything. Meltzer noted that both had merchandise available at live shows this past weekend because it was already printed and they just, well, had to get it out. They just kind of sell what they had in stock. It's unknown if their contracts are actually frozen, though, at this moment, but Meltzer noted WWE has the right to do so. Naomi was in negotiations on a new contract as her deal was believed to be up in the next couple of months. Banks' deal could be up around the same time as well, but it is not 100% known. As announced last Friday on SmackDown, the now former tag team champions have been suspended, stripped of the titles, and, quote, said to have disappointed and let down the WWE Universe. But with that, as of right now, and as we talked about earlier this week, all the merchandise of Sasha Banks and Naomi have been pulled from WWE's shop, not yet pulled from WWE's Amazon store, and they are suspended right now without pay, which really, really stinks. Again, suspended without pay. Speaking of women in WWE, unfortunately, one recently suffered an injury, according to Mike Johnson of PW Insider, as he wrote the following. For those who have asked about Queen Zelina's disappearance off television, we've confirmed that she's been out of the ring following an injury that required surgery. The belief among those we've spoke to is that she'll likely be out of action six to eight weeks, which means she'd be available around SummerSlam. There have been talks about her receiving a push upon her return as sources have noted her willingness to do what, re- what was requested of her and her hard work has been noticed behind the scenes. It is unknown exactly what the injury is, though, and why she had to have surgery for it. We don't know when she suffered the injury. We don't know how severe the injury is. And honestly, we don't know what the, what the injury actually is. But if we go and see Zelina Vega, she has not worked a match, an actual match. Since. When's the last time she worked an actual match? Her last match was April 11th. But since then, we have seen her get physical, helping out Sonya Deville, her and Carmella did, and then they got slapped backstage and this and that. So again, we don't know exactly when she suffered the injury or what the actual injury is, but it was severe enough that she she uh, will require surgery. Don't know if she did undergo the surgery yet. And she'll be out for six to eight weeks hopefully back in time for SummerSlam. Before we move forward into our next story, I do want to talk about the sponsor of this video, 
Well, that's Manscaped. Sport Pro Wrestling Unlimited is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 4.0. The fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. When I tell you that this thing is premium, well, guys, I mean, well, it's premium, and I've used it, I know. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so, well, you can take your time with your shave. One of the coolest features is the LED, LED light that illuminates grooming areas for a close and precise trim. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And, well, let's not forget about the charging stand. Show off your more loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand has a rapid charging dock powered by USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, then you are one of the first to hear about this life-changing product that I have experienced firsthand and can tell you, well, my junk has never been cleaner, never been smoother, never been more hair-free. Use code PWUNLIMITED at checkout at manscaped.com and you will get 20% off of your purchase and free shipping. Your balls will thank you when you use code PWUNLIMITED. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with code PWUNLIMITED at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code PWUNLIMITED. With that, we're going to talk about some more injury news within the world of professional wrestling. As this one does come from All Elite Wrestling and Layla Hirsch. Layla Hirsch actually revealed that she has actually undergone ACL surgery. Pull up the tweet here on the screen. I will read exactly what Layla Hirsch told us. It was, so it was rumored recently that Layla Hirsch suffered an injury. We did not know the full severity of the injury. What we heard was she may have suffered some sort of a knee injury. Well, she revealed to everybody she has suffered a knee injury and she underwent surgery. She tweeted the following. On April 5th, during AEW Dark Elevation, I suffered an injury. After landing on my feet from a moonsault, I tore my ACL. Today, I was finally able to get my surgery. Thank you to everyone for the support. I promise to come back and come back an improved, leaner, meaner, and more legit athlete. So with that, she did suffer an ACL injury that did require surgery. And we know firsthand from Bailey that she's going to be out for a while. Because Bailey ended up having a similar injury, you know, ACL injury last July. And she still has not returned. And we have not heard if she's actually cleared yet. So hopefully... Layla Hirsch is not out for upwards of a year as well. Hopefully she can get back in. Usually it's projected seven to eight months for an ACL surgery recovery. So hopefully she can get back from, from this in seven to eight months or so. But Layla Hirsch will be out of action. This is why she had to be replaced in the Owen Hart Cup tournament. And hopefully, again, she's not out too long. But most likely she'll be out for at least seven months unless maybe she somehow can recover ahead of schedule. But most of the time, it's at least seven months recovery when you have ACL surgery. 
got more AEW news as well. The rest of this basically is all AEW news, except for the very end, we got a little WWE stuff. But we got to talk about some contracts. And well, one contract, Colt Cabana. Yes, Colt Cabana has signed a new deal with All Elite Wrestling. But really, he signed a new deal with All Elite Wrestling. And it's going to be really just part of Ring of Honor, according to Dave Meltzer. In the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Meltzer reported that Cabana has signed a new contract, something Matt and Nick Jackson pushed for. Rather than continuing to perform in AEW, however, the 42-year-old is expected to be part of the relaunched ROH brand, if and when that ever does happen. This may be due, well, Meltzer writes that this may be due to his long-standing issues that exist between Cabana and CM Punk. Quote, Cabana hasn't been on the show for a while as he is earmarked for the ROH group when and if that starts. This may be in some form uh, related to the issues with CM Punk. Cabana was signed to a new contract, which was pushed by Matt and Nick Jackson and worked uh, and worked the ROH pay-per-view show, but has not been on any AEW ta tapings since signing the new deal. So with that, it is good to hear that Colt Cabana did sign a new contract with All Elite Wrestling, but is earmarked for AE or for ROH, which this is kind of interesting because yesterday in the media call, Tony Khan was asked, why is ROH listed as being purchased by a different company and not just AEW? And Tony Khan said, well, when I was made the offer to possibly buy it, I had to jump on it right then, right there. And I didn't want to go through all the AEW hoops because, you know, He's not the one that's got all the money tied into AEW. So you'd have to go through other people like his father and so forth. But he stated he bought ROH right out or outright that he just bought it. And now it is going under, it was bought under a group called AEW Acquisition Co. So it is interesting that there are still guys that he's got earmarked for Ring of Honor, but they're not being signed to Ring of Honor. They're being signed by AEW. So does that mean that all the, contracted wrestlers will be paid by AEW and that way whatever money is being made by a ring of honor doesn't have to come out of that money and that money will only go to production and advertising and so forth and all the wrestler contracts will be paid through AEW I don't know but that's just what this kind of sounds like to me but it is cool to see that Colt Cabana will be remaining with AEW and ring of honor and whatever that all means for the foreseeable future we just don't know how long that new contract is for Speaking of people sticking around with AEW, someone that we assume has got another year in his contract and has been out of action for a while, well, that's Kenny Omega. We had heard recently that Kenny Omega had been backstage at the last couple of shows working as a producer, more specifically producing the women's matches. Well, according to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Kenny Omega is not expected to be in Las Vegas this week for Double or Nothing. So anybody thinking maybe we can see Omega pop up on the pay-per-view? Well, unless something changes, it doesn't look likely. Meltzer wrote, quote, Kenny Omega went to a couple of tapings in the last few weeks to work backstage, but in hindsight, the travel was too early for the healing needed for his injuries, and he won't be in Las Vegas this week for the pay-per-view show. So with that, Omega will not, again, not be in Vegas. It was also written, quote, Omega did say that the parts of his body that are healthy, he is able to train well and is pushing himself harder every week. Other parts are heal healing slower. He said he's 
uh, he said he's resigned to the fact that physically he will never once again be 100%. But he is looking at revising some of the physical damage and being able to return to the ring after this time off and fixing up some different injuries with this extended time off as an effective pro wrestler. So with that, Kenny Omega will not be in town this weekend, which means he will not be able to show up on the pay-per-view unless maybe they do like a send-in video thing. But I don't think AEW would do that unless it's like somebody from Japan that can't make it in or something. But again, Omega will not be a double or nothing this weekend. I saw a lot of people saying, ooh, have CM Punk win the belt and then Omega come out afterwards. No, doesn't look like that's very feasible. But speaking of double or nothing, got some predictions that I want to give for double or nothing this coming weekend. With that coming up this Saturday, no, this Sunday, May 29th, from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, is the AEW Double or Nothing pay-per-view. So far, we do know of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 matches taking place on this show. And I thought I would run down the full card here and give you my predictions on who I believe could be walking out victorious at Double or Nothing. So first off, on the buy-in, we do know that Hook and Danhausen will be taking on the team of Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling. This one's a no-brainer. It's going to be Hook and Danhausen picking up the victory. In a trios match, it's the House of Black against the Death Triangle. Now this one, a little harder to predict. But if I'm going to predict one team over the other, I would like to see House of Black win it, but I'm going to go the other way, and I think they give the win to Death Triangle. In an Anarchy in the Arena match, it's the Jericho Appreciation Society against the team of Eddie Kingston, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Santana Ortiz, or Santana and Ortiz. I think this, uh, I gotta go to the baby faces. I think the baby faces pick up the victory here. The JAS can lose and be perfectly fine, but I think the win here does go to the, uh, to the team of Kingston, Moxley, Danielson, Santana, and Ortiz. Also, we do know that we have MJF versus Wardlow. And I mean, do we have to predict this? It's got to be Wardlow. Wardlow has to pick up the victory here over MJF and then quote-unquote become a member of the AEW roster. Like, I still hate that whole shit, but I think Wardlow wins. He's no longer aligned with MJF, and he can sign with Tony Khan in AEW. Also, we do know in a match that they are calling, which is kind of a dumb name, the Elite versus the Elite. It's the Hardys against the Young Bucks. And if we look here, I think I would go the Young Bucks picking up the victory and then getting back in that tag title contention. I think that's the route I would go. Young Bucks defeating the Hardys. And also we do know, and we know that there is the Women's Owen Hart Finals, the Women's Owen Hart Tournament Finals. It's Britt Baker versus either Chris Statlander or Ruby Soho. We don't know who Baker will be facing, but I don't care. I'm going to say Britt Baker wins regardless. Also in the finals of the Men's Owen Hart Foundation Tournament, it is Adam Cole against Samoa Joe. I think Adam Cole wins because I think him and Britt Baker can go on a thing for a month or so and be like, look, we both win the tournament. We're the power couple. And then maybe Sammy and Tay... Daikonti come and go, no, we're the real power couple. And then we get something with that. I don't know. In our first of, I want to say, three title matches. 
with the TBS Championship on the line, Jade Cargill defending against Anna Jay. We've seen this before. This match is irrelevant. I don't know why this match is even happening. Just to get Jade on the pay-per-view, screw it. Jade picking up the win. In a triple threat match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships, and actually it's four title matches. In a triple threat match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships, Jungle uh, Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus will be defending against Team Taz's Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs and the team of Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. I'm going to go Jurassic Express retaining the titles. The AEW Women's World Championship on the line is Thunder Rosa defending against Serena Deeb. I'm going to go, I don't even have to think about this. It's Thunder Rosa retaining her dadgum title. Go right there. Retaining the title, Thunder Rosa. And finally, with the AEW World Heavyweight Championship on the line, it's Hangman Page defending against CM Punk. And this is a tough one. I can see Punk eventually will be this champion. But the question is, does he win it this weekend in Vegas? Or does he lose, work his way back to the title picture in September, and then become the champion in Chicago at All Out? That's the tough one. Do they have him win the title in Vegas, or do they have him win the title in Chicago? I would have him win the title in Chicago, but honestly, I think it's time to pull the trigger now. You don't have to, but I think it's time to pull the trigger now. CM Punk wins the belt. Could be wrong, but I think CM Punk wins the title this weekend, defeating Hangman Page. But with that, those are my predictions for this weekend's, this Sunday's AEW Double or Nothing pay-per-view. If we do hear anything else regarding Double or Nothing this coming weekend, well, love for you right here on Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And don't forget that we will also reviewing the show exclusively over at twitch.tv forward slash pw unlimited as soon as that show does go off the air but with that that's basically all we got today other than a couple things have been announced for tonight's smackdown while like right before we went on the air first off wwe has announced that kevin owens will be on smackdown tonight with the ko show they state that kevin owens has been on a crusade to uncover the truth about Ezekiel with his frustrations boiling over to the point of locking horns with Elias' younger brother at Hell in a Cell. Now, they say he's going to be on the show tonight. We don't know who his guest is actually going to be. Also, you got, I guess you could say, a rematch as Ronda Rousey will be going one-on-one with Raquel Rodriguez. Also, we do know that the Bloodline will be on the show with all the gold, and we also have the Brawling Brutes, Sheamus, Rich Holland, and Butch against Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and a mystery partner. All of that and more will be taking place tonight on Friday Night Smackdown. With that, guys, that, well, that's going to wrap up the wrap-up. Everything we got to talk about today pertaining to professional wrestling. So with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Now here's my thing. Dynamite tonight. No, Rampage is starting early. I need to check the time for that. TNT schedule. Because depending on when this show is going on the air, yep, I'm going to miss it. It's on right when I'm picking up my kids from school. And then by the time I get home, 
getting them situated, and then SmackDown comes on. So I might be talking Rampage tonight. I might not. We may do just a quick overview of the results from Rampage on the pay-per-view tonight. So I'm not 100% sure if I'm going to be able to watch Rampage in, uh, in time to do the review tonight, as I usually like to do these go-home Rampage reviews. But because it's on early, I might actually end up missing it due to, well, family commitments. So we will review SmackDown for sure, like we always do. And we might have a Rampage review as well. I'll keep you guys updated on all of that. I'll let you guys know exactly what we're talking about as soon as I know. But with that, have a great rest of your Friday. Have a great Memorial Day weekend if I don't talk to you or see you guys again. With that, have a good one, and I'll see you next time.